You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Larkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is professional wrestler, is LFC Madness 3 participant. She is bad to the bone, to quote George Thurgood. I got the one and only Smash Ashley, Ashley Bones. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Yep, doing pretty good. First and foremost, it's a pleasure and a privilege to have you on the show. You do a lot of great work in the professional wrestling world. And I got to say, from the LFC side of things, I was rooting for you going into LFC 3, Madness 3, that is. You came halfway. You got to round two. I said you had a good showing. I'd say for the my first try at it, I did all right. I think you did. I think you did. I think for those that do remember, you did a great promo getting to want people to vote against you, against Jade Arredondo in the second round. Jade, who would be one yeah. of the gotta say first and foremost that promo was awesome you know you showed a little you know about bit of the tush if you will but you did your thing and you were very enticing to people to vote. Well, thank you you're welcome now i'm quite curious first and foremost as well we get to see a lot of great women in lingerie fighting championship women of all different facets of life from the adult entertainment through wrestling MMA. Well, something for everybody, and there's a lot of that uniqueness mixed with sex appeal so i'm curious how did lingerie fighting championships come into your radar um, someone on contacted me through Instagram actually from the LFC. So it wasn't something I really sought out. So I was like, I mean, what, you know, why not? Even if I don't get very far, I figure it's a way to get followers and increase, you know, my visibility. So I went for it. You know, I kind of knew I didn't really even have like the content needed to get far, you know. Um, not at this point anyway, Right. Oh, I, why not? Right. And I look at it from a stance too, as well, social media, we're in the day of social media, everything is at our fingertips. And I think the way to increase your follows and really showcase your stuff, it helps. And I look at it from a stance too, as well. You are just one of many that we got to see. And like I said, you did very well for your first try. And personally for myself, speaking as someone who does the podcasting, ring announcing and stuff from that front, I really hope to see an LFC one day. I think you'll put on a hell of a show. Well, thank you You're to be there one day. Looks like fun. <laughs> You're very welcome. Well, I look at it from a stance too as well. Lingerie fighting championship. It's a little bit of MMA. It's a little bit of wrestling and a little bit of clothing. And for me, you have that internal and external beauty side of things, but also at the same time, you're mixing sex appeal. You're mixing different crafts because that's what it is at the end of the day. It's a craft. So, I mean, you really can't go wrong. We've seen that in many different sports endeavors over the years. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of the same with like um, how, when I started roller derby, because I played roller derby for so many years it was it was like that it's not not so much these days but 
we got to talk about this, folks, because this woman right here, multifaceted in the world of professional wrestling. We got to talk about this roller derby here, man, from Roller Skate, Roller Derby. Hell, I remember Roller Ball from 2002, with Paul Heyman as a cameo in the movie. So how did that come into fruition here, Miss Ashley Bones? Because I got to say, you're on the skates, it enhances and amplifies your character, and you're just doing you. So tell us about the roller derby days. How'd that come into fruition? Um, so roller derby, I used to have a boutique in a little town in California and some girls came in asking to hang flyers and I'm like, well, wait a minute, what's this about? Um, I had rollerbladed my whole life, been on skates here and there, but mostly rollerblades, but I still actively rollerbladed. So I kind of found out about roller derby. Um, I went to about, which is what they call games, and I fell in love right away. So I joined a team. I decided to, you know, switch over, put on some four wheels, throw out the inlines, and now I, I can't use inlines again. It would be so weird. But I, I played for like seven years, had a lot of fun with it, met a lot of great people. It makes in a way, I mean, growing up as a kid in the 90s, I think for those who love the decoms, when you had the brinks of the world and the Johnny Tsunamis and many different sports and outdoor vibes. I mean, we, we could, that's a Disney Channel original movie in itself, it writes, where we have like a roller derby kind of film. But I mean, I look at it from a stance too as well. It's very popular. And it's one of those things as well. I mean, I mean, from the skating side of things, and I've seen you take a lot of beautiful imagery with those skates and with your wrestling. So it's a nice mix. You know what I'm saying? It really exude and accentuate you, Ashley. Well, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And I mean, I'm going to say this right now. I was the kid, like when the X Games really started getting popular, right? Like Tony Hawk has the underground video game. Like I'm talking yeah. about nine, right? Oh, yeah. I I was an avid player. <laughs> okay, so you know. So yeah. I was the kid because I'm going to say this right now. As a kid growing up on Long Island, New York, there was a lot of kids that were dumb. I was one of them that would do like the X Games moves in the Toys R Us because there'd be a skate <laughs> around. I fell on my butt. I'm trying to do yeah. a wheelie in the middle of Toys R Us, for God's sake. But yeah, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I've had I've had a few accidents myself growing up. Um, I have a real good scar on my leg that is due to jumping a curb that was right in front of like the metal like mailboxes apartment buildings have. So I did not stop as fast as I should have. And my leg went right into the corner of that metal. So pretty good one, man. Okay. Now, well, that's the thing too, as well. And I mean, I look at it from a stance too, as well, like that particular time period with skating, roller skating, ultimate X, the movie and stuff like that, like that stuff has kind of come, you know, what's old is new again, because a lot of people, I mean, look at in the WWE in 07, right? Like we had Cherry, who was a deuce and domino, came out on the skates, very fifties vibes, so to speak. So, I mean, she brought that into back into, you know what? I'm going to have to look that up because I don't think I even remember it. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to talk about this. So, okay. so pro wrestling guys go back to like 2006, 2007. When we do some okay. came in, it was Cliff Compton, Domino, and Sim Snuka, who was the son of Jimmy Superfly Snuka. And Cherry was the one who played the girlfriend. It was like a 50s type of gimmick. They came out. Oh, looked, awesome. Right. It looked like grease. It like like the 50s mixed with grease, like some some like bullies you would see on happy days going to the soccer. Mm-hmm. Cherry was the one who came out. Amazing girl, beautiful girl. I don't know what she's up to now, but she was awesome at the time. Came out on roller skates and she kind of looked like God rest her soul, like Olivia Newton John in Greece to put Oh, like- I love it. Yeah, definitely. I'll have to I'll have to look this up. So that was probably kind of a time where I wasn't really watching wrestling. Um 
I kind of watched it. You know, I was huge into it as a little kid. Uh, I had boy cousins. One was a year younger. One was a year older that I grew up, you know, spending a lot of time with. And that's what we did. We played video games. We watched wrestling, you know, hey, comic books. So that's a uh, yeah, comic books, wrestling and video games. I yeah, like that's how I grew up, you know. <laughs> so but, you know, I obviously was in college and going into like you know, becoming a young adult around that time. So it was, yeah, not so much a time when I watched wrestling. Hey, don't feel bad. I started watching wrestling. Like I, I tried, tried, obviously like, you know, about Hulk Hogan and stuff when you get older and you know about like the NWO and stuff, but I didn't start watching until like 2002, which a lot of people were like, Oh God, because mind you, wars are done. There's no more WC. There's no more East. So it's 2002. And it's the year of John Cena coming up, Randy Orton, Batista, Brock Lesnar, pretty much WWE's game in town. So you see a stuff like that, and it's kind of like a time period where wrestling's kind of dipping, but then you see where we're at now in 2022, and it's like, oh my goodness. So I was late to the game as well, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, so I mean, I, I was definitely not late to the game, but I missed those middle years, you know. Through high school, I had a little brother. Uh, my brother was like nine years younger than me. And he was a huge wrestling fan too. So even though myself wasn't like so into it at that point in my life, I had him to kind of still just keep it around, you know? And so we still went and watched some shows and I had a mom and an aunt who were both real great about taking us to stuff. And, you know, those are great memories to have now. I Oh, absolutely. I mean, growing up on Long Island, New York, like I mentioned, like going to like Madison Square Garden, like WrestleMania 20, going to Nassau Coliseum, that's like home turf for WWE in New York. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you look at stuff like that, where it's amazing just to see the live events and everything that's going on now in many different stadiums and many different territories. Like, I mean, for you, but what you're doing, I've seen a lot of your work in EPW. I've seen a lot of your work in OVW. Now, OVW being the former developmental for the WWE has produced a lot of amazing talents like Jesse Bell Smothers, the daughter of Tracy Smothers, who's also been on WOW Women of Wrestling. Women like yourself competing on there. Like, OVW is a hell of an experience in its own right. Yeah, it definitely was. Um for me, I went to OVW really early in my career the first time. So I really had no idea what I was in for. It was, let's see, maybe three to four months into actually starting having wrestling matches that I'm like, oh, let's go do TV. Why not? <laughs> so, you know, that was one that definitely was a rough match for me. But definitely great experience and then so I decided this year to throw myself into the women's rumble there figuring it would be something again where I could get good exposure but I'm definitely loving working at EPW and um, I also did CW30 Memphis that same weekend so watch out for me debuting there I got to say, you mentioned EPW, man. Diana Taylor and you have had some great series of matches. And I mean, you're throwing some kicks, you're throwing some punches. It's a lot of Christmas and fluidity between the two of you. I've really enjoyed those series you guys have had. Well, thank you. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, I think we're, she's like two, you know, she's got one on me at the moment. So hopefully no, I, I get, I think you got it. I think you got yeah, it. I get back and tire the next time. 
I think you got it. And I mean, you've done a lot of great work as well. Like, I'll be honest with you, looking at your Instagram, which folks, please do follow Ashley on Instagram. Hell of a follow. You, yeah. my friend, are doing your thing. And like, there's like a barbecue type thing. Like you're musting around and getting all messy and like the barbecue. Oh, yeah. I did the barbecue sauce match. That was crazy. So my, yeah, one of like, you know, I get hit up about doing the Memphis barbecue fest and having a wrestling match in barbecue sauce. And for me, I'm one of those people that's like, you know, why not? Sounds like fun. I love barbecue sauce. So the the hardest thing about that is it gets in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have a pair of like sport goggles and you bet if I do that again next year, I'm showing up and like popping on those goggles. (laughs) It was fun though. Good time. Well, that's what it's about. Anything in life and also with professional wrestling, it's about having fun and applying the craft. And I mean, you as well. I think you just did what the rough and rowdy thing. You try to get the thing done as a ring girl. Yeah, I did. And you know what? I'm looking into becoming like a fighter there, too, because they had they had girls who were ring girls and fighters. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what? I could do both. And that, you know, that's me. It's all about like a challenge and just experiencing new things and it was just an awesome experience I think what I also do like about you Ashley this is why a lot of people can gravitate towards you I think it's pretty much you go balls to the wall so to speak well no (laughs) I respect that I damn sure do so um I'll never forget when I told my family that I was going to start playing roller derby like you know aunts uncles like grandma extended family they're like you're going to do what? But you're this big. I'm like, so? I don't care. Watch me. So, you know, I survived seven years in roller derby with no major injuries, which is a feat in itself, you know? <laughs> right. But no, and I think that's the right attitude to have. And I, well, in today's society, like, it doesn't matter size, what have you, shape or size. It's a so, equal for everybody. It actually helped me kind of bulk up, too. Um, So my roller derby number and the number I still wear when I wrestle, 110-110, that is how much I weighed when I started playing roller derby. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I have, like, everybody else's opposite problem. You know, it was always super hard to gain weight. Like, I could just eat and eat and eat, might get a bad stomach ache, but I'm not gaining any weight, you know. Um, So derby helped me because I... I was always really active and, you know, exercised, but I didn't exercise like to bulk, to gain muscle. I wasn't weightlifting really. So it kind of opened my eyes to add in some weightlifting and trying to bulk up. And, you know, I learned like about how much protein I was really needing a day and all of that. So like it, it it was something that just really helped me learn and kind of, prepare to be a wrestler too what goes into it i mean from the fitness side of things and a lot of people need to take that in as well just the fitness just the gains and really just going into the gym going harder than ever and really applying the craft and i think we need a lot of that as well And i mean we talk about you know beauty comes in all different shapes and sizes but god dang man sometimes swole is the goal and size is the prize and you got to get those gains so and it does go in your work i mean it really does and with how you're looking you look great thank you 
You're very welcome. But no, that's the truth, man, because we got a lot of amazing women as well in professional wrestling. I include you as well, Miss Ashley Bones, because God dang, man, it's the future. It's the revolution, evolution, however you want to define it. Y'all are kicking us men's butt. I'm going to say that right now when it comes to sports, not just wrestling and in general, man. The women are taking over and they're really getting that shine they all deserve. I'm actually really fortunate to be a female in wrestling right now. Um, because we do, we are really kind of taking it by storm and doing a lot of just never seen before events and pay-per-views, all women's rumbles. And so I'm loving it. And honestly, it's just been easier in a way to get bookings and exposure and travel because there's so few of us compared to the men. So that, you know, that definitely is something that helps in this industry for us anyway. Right. I mean, I remember the first time in like 2005, I was 13. I mean, you see women from Shimmer. I mean, Dave Prezak, the owner of Shimmer, and then you see mm-hmm. Then you see Shine and then you see so many places like Rise. Like, it's so great to see not just those prominent women's promotions, but so many in different areas, wherever you are, and whether it be north, south, east, west, you need more of those. And I think it's great to see that we're getting a lot of those into fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I look at the stance from you as well, Miss Ashley Bones. Like, you were doing your thing as well. Another match I have to talk about here is you did some stuff with Haley Shadows. You did some stuff with Ellie. It's stuff like that. Like, Haley Shadows is another one. But the face paint and just in general, her overall intensity. Mm-hmm. Like, that really showcased in the match. And I said that was another one that really stuck out to me, a lot of your work. Thank you. Yeah, that, she's definitely a force to be reckoned with. She's, you know, a veteran. And, yeah, somebody I'm always... You know, I know it's going to be a challenge, but I've never backed down from one yet. No, you have not. And I got to say, <laughs> you've not seen that match. Go out of your way and see it. Like we talk about the fluidity in Christmas and we talk about the story. I can tell you every time that you're either on a mic or you're in the ring, and this is what I love about that gravitational pull, that if you will. I mean, we see women like yourself. You got the green hair, which I'm going to say is a nice touch because it kind of gives you a goth vibe and also very cool. Yeah. I like it. That little like punk build right. too, like, you know, from exactly. like when I started playing derby, like everybody had colored hair. Right. I actually didn't then. So, but you know, it might be kind of a you know, <laughs> hanging on to my youth thing, whatever, but I'm digging it. Hey man, it's like the days in middle school, just putting on some simple plan and listening to perfect. And I'm addicted to you and all that good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And all the punk goes pop, right? Mm-hmm. I feel you, but no, that's what that Well, look at Lita for God's sake. She had the red hair and she was not doing anything that a lot of the girls were doing. She was doing hurricane runners and moonsaults. Well, everybody had like that sports illustrated top model type. So, I mean, sometimes you got to go against the grain. Yep. Yeah. I definitely am not one who's a follower. I usually have to try to be a leader. I can respect that. We need a lot of great leaders in this industry, and you, my mm-hmm. friend, are certainly one. And I look at it from a you're very welcome, and I look at it from a stance too as well. First and foremost, I hope to see you as a ring girl for Rough and Rowdy. Bella Inc. from LFC just did a fight over there, and she was one of yeah. the great girls. Yeah, I actually met her in person. So yeah, oh, wonderful. Yeah, well, she came in. She was doing the ring girl contest as well, but I think she ended up leaving early. She didn't finish it out. Well, hey, there's some planted seeds if you're ever in LFC, man. There's a future vow right there. Right? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Man, there's so many great people. And I have to say this about lingerie fighting championships besides, and this also equates to wrestling besides just the in-ring side of things, it's the entrance. It's the representation of our presentation, so to speak. So I have to ask you when that day comes and I'm talking about the future here, because we talk about the sex appeal, internal and external beauty, the L and LFC lingerie for you, Miss Ashley bones. What can we expect from the lingerie side of things? Not that creativity. It's a free form. <laughs> what as far as like coming back or well if, if you were to attend like, like what i always love to ask about it because the lingerie is the, one of the integral parts of the presentation mm-hmm. so lingerie what would you think about style and profile what would that wear be for you because we've seen so many like black leather and lace we've seen a little mm-hmm. goth style so where do you think of you know i'm i'm not really sure on it okay. so i tried the mermaid thing at rough and rowdy and it didn't seem, you know, I feel like it works for me, but it didn't seem to work for West Virginia. So um, for me, I'm usually into like some kind of a costume, you know, I love like cosplay. So it would definitely be some kind of cosplay vibe, but I don't know for sure what yet. Hey, that's always a great and wise choice. And let me tell you something, Miss Mermaid enthusiast over mm-hmm. here. Man, look out friggin' Ariel with Little Mermaid style. I thought you pulled it off very well. I saw the photo. Thank you. You're very welcome. But that's always that's always another place to go. I mean, look at back in the days in the 90s. So again, going back to Disney Channel, we had the first Merman with the 13th year for those that remember that movie. You know, so hey, you know, it's a great look for the mermaid side of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think you rocked it well. I think you absolutely did rock it well. And I think what the future holds for you, it's it's gonna be very bright. And I look forward to seeing upcoming matches and stuff because if this is where we are right now from OVW, EPW, and all around, there's so many great territories and it's a great time for independent wrestling. And you were doing your thing on the indies, my friend. Mm-hmm. Very well. And now I will say this as well, because guys, let me tell you something there. Ashley Bones, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Twitter, you're always a great follow. You got a lot of beautiful imagery and great shots of your match and great promos, man. I'm going to say right now, the promo game is on fleek. If that LFC promo, what we see building up, the promos are on lit and they're on fire. Oh, I appreciate that. I'll keep them coming. Well, no, that's how you have to look at it. And I think it's the little intricacies and the nuances and stuff, because if you, and I'll, I'm a big storyteller when it comes to feuds, if you can't really engage and entice, then what are you doing? You have to have that build going into a feud or going to a match. It makes all, it goes all ways, you know? Yeah, exactly. I and, mean, really it like builds yourself up as well. Right. And I think what it's also great about too, as well, we talk about that empowering factor. And again, it just shows whether it be on an indie or what have you, we have the technology days, man, video, YouTube, wherever you upload it, a lot of people can view it and see it. And that's what the technology age that we have now, but as well now doing the recaps, I'm going to say for LFC Madness and really just going through each and every round that we did. I talked about bone thugs and harmony from the pop culture side. You hit not the crossroads. I talked yep. about that to the bone. So I got to say this to you first and foremost, man, the training aspect as well. I mean, Jeremiah Plunkett, Thomas Latimer, the one and only Bram. I have to ask about that because I, I love that because first and foremost, Bram, NXT, Impact, NWA, and he got Jeremiah Plunkett doing his thing in OVW. Talk about that training. So I'm just so fortunate that I ended up with both of them as coaches. So, um, you know, for those of you that don't know, I started out training at Tried and True wrestling academy which was here in clarksville tennessee at the time that school was owned by who you know probably is crimson anthony mayweather um also you know somebody on the nwa along with plunkett and tom latimer right now 
Um, I just kind of fell into it at the right time. And it was literally one of those things that I was driving down the road, heard an advertisement. They were advertising for um, promo girls, like bombshell promoter girls. And I'm like, Clarksville has a wrestling promotion. I love wrestling. I could be a promoter girl. So I went ahead and, you know, I did it and ended up being one of the five. And once they learned about my roller derby, because I was still playing at that time, you know, they start to put, put it in my head. Like, you know, we have a training academy. So then I'm like, what? I could do this. I'm in, you know, and I just really am so grateful to all three of them. They've just helped me out so much, you know, through the training, like, you know, I had Plunkett, who's really old school style. Um, you know, he just, everybody knows him. So, and you do not find anybody who has something bad to say about him too. So, you know, it's great for when I'm networking and talking to promoters, like, you know, they all know Plunkett. And then of course with Tom you know, he was trained in the UK, which then I get like that aspect. And, you know, it's just a really good mix of things. Okay. We got to talk about this here because you said something that's very operative. And this is why I love you. Old school. We need that mm -hmm. old school training. I mean, we get that mix of strong style. We get that mix of hard knock, so to speak. Yes. I'm going to say right now, first and foremost, shout out to tried and true. But goddamn, man, you're talking about Crimson. First and foremost, Veterans of War. Who does love them some Veterans of War? And number two, man, like when he was in TNA, I'm going to say right now. First of all, badass theme music, no stranger to the danger, but also number two, a lot of people kind of are very, you know, they kind of, it's a very underrated run. You know, people say what they will about that run, but he did his thing for the undefeated streak to work with Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle and all these people. The dude is a beast in his own right now. He definitely is. You know, I've seen him when, before he got his shoulder surgery, you know, having matches with, I mean, that shoulder was you know, mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah. And he was still just killing it. Well, that's the thing, man. As they say, this ain't ballet. And that's the beautiful part of professional wrestling, just working hard and going. I've done ballet, by the way. Okay, hold on here, man. First, roller derby, friggin' wrestling, ballet. Uh, Go it, it goes on and on, you know. The list is like. The resume. It's the Jill of all trades. I see you. Yeah. I like My it. dog just came in. She wants to say hi. Minnie, you want to say hi? Hi. Hello. Hello. This is Minnie. Yeah, she's my pain in the butt. Hey, I have cats. Yeah, the list goes on. So I started out dancing when I was like three. Um, and I continued all the way kind of through high school. But I actually went to the School of the Arts. It was great. I did ballet for PE. I had costume, makeup, drama. Loved it. Um, I was just never going to be like this amazing professional dancer, you know, one of the things I struggle with choreography, which, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, I'm kind of like my brain's like squirrel. <laughs> and then I'm just not very flexible. I'm very, very strong and well-balanced, not so flexible. 
So it's like the Clies and the Chates and, you know, all that good stuff with ballet. I get it. But no, well, also that also teaches you for wrestling because it's the fluidity and the grace that goes to yeah. the room. So, yeah, all right. Okay. Definitely. Right. I mean, it definitely adds to things. It helps out with my entrance. I, you know, do some little spins on my hillies. <laughs> Exactly. Now, I'm going to say this as well. We can add another one to your list, man. Folks, for those who have not seen Impact Wrestling, this one over here, Bartender, knocking down James Storm, a little Rohit Raju action there. Boom! I got to say right now, I was watching Impact, and I see in the corner in the background there, I'm like, oh, snap. I got to say. Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations on that opportunity. I Actually, it's kind of funny. You could see me at Impact here and there and everywhere. Um, yeah, I ring the bell. I was you know timekeeper for a while um i got to pop in and hang out with chris bay once (laughs) well you're dripping in that ultimate finesse i see i see oh yeah you know (laughs) what is today wednesday yes okay yep okay now let me let me say this first and foremost another great talent pool chris bay what he did in las vegas and future stars of wrestling ring warriors will be here all day amazing talent but like going from like doing that like extra lyric and you're talking about ringing the bell and being a timekeeper or what have you that's the many great things because it's very multifaceted with wrestling instead of just being in the ring you can also learn from outside the ring so the learning process never stops so it definitely doesn't i just spent my weekend in st louis um you know helping with nwa 74 and mostly like i i ran the merch table but it's kind of like you got to start somewhere you know and then i get to be there for the amazing experience and just have a good time talking to fans and it was really great i ended up uh, getting to help some of the guys with some jackets because they didn't get what they wanted done in time so literally it was like they had um, these suit jackets coming from Amazon delivered to the Chase Hotel. So I had to like remove sleeves and like add details. And it was a really fun experience, which is another thing. I'm a costumer. If you didn't know that, I make most of my own costumes. (laughs) The list just keeps going on. I appreciate that because it's funny because like like we talk about this and I love giving people the platform to tell your tell their stories but god dang man you find out that's what really goes into it I kind of equate that to like Matt Hardy right like when Matt and Jeff were starting out as the Hardy boys think of like before Team Extreme like when they were doing the you know enhancement talent role then they're coming mm-hmm. to 98 like Matt would always talk about like he would sew like, like those sunflower right? <laughs> that sunflower gear that I'll there's a meme that just cracks me up and it was like something about, you know, like buy one, get one spring sell or something silly. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. I remember yeah, but those days. Again, it, like you said, you have to start somewhere. And I think whether you're ring announcing, whether you're sewing, whether you're costuming, what have you, there, there's a place for everyone. And I look at it from a stance too, as well, like the professional wrestling scene, it's so great to be a wrestling fan this time because there's such a variety out there with WWE, AEW, yeah. wrestling, the issues. And I mean, so, sorry. So I'm one of those people too. Like you never know where you're going to find me, where I'm going to pop up. Like I helped with star, got to have the opportunity to help with Starcast and Ric Flair's last match. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, Right. We're going we're gonna to talk about it now. Ten-year-old me is just just freaking out, right? Doing flips on the trampoline right now, you know. 
well, we're going to talk about this because I'm going to say right now, people say what they will about Ric Flair's last match, but I got to say, I got to yeah. give credit, 73 years old doing his thing. And it's, I think 74, actually. 74 now. Okay, thank you. But yeah, no, Ric Flair, like, again, it's it's Ric Flair. Like, what did you expect? But it, at the same time, it's Ric Flair. Like, who yep. is Ric Flair at the end of the day? And I really, I mean, you know, they're like, oh, his, this is this. Yeah, we'll see. I really think it's going to be it this time. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. I think so. And I mean, he got to rest. probably should be, you know, like he needs to. I feel like you always want to go out on a good note. You know? And I mean, well, he did the Shawn Michaels thing, WrestleMania 24 on the impact run. But I mean, with this, I mean, he got the team with his son-in-law and him and Jay Lethal, the infamous woo-off, like that feud is just legendary. And then you bring mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett in there. You know, Jeff Jarrett has the figure four and the, and the little, little strut. So it mixes. Nice, nice little storytelling. So it mixes. It's a nice job. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was a really, really great night. And you and NWA 74 over here, man. Cardona killed it. Everybody on that show killed it, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about it. Cardona killing it or anything. Hey, but. hey let me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. I'll be biased. Did you watch it? I did. I know he lost, <laughs> but all right. I'm gonna say why. It was fun though. It was fun. But I'm gonna say that. like you know he he kind of. We'll say sometimes he he gets what he deserves. We'll I, know, like that, I know. I right? know. But I got to say, as a fellow Long Islander, I'm a little biased. So I'm going to be a New Yorker. But it's, he, he's really reinvented himself. That's also what I mean by killing it. Because, God dang, you go from doing the thing in WWE, the GCW stuff, the Impact stuff. He's been on AEW. That man is just all over the place. And you got to love him. You got to respect the craft. Yeah. Yeah. It is the hustle, my friends. It is the hustle. Time to put some hustle. Oh, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> To quote Rocky Five, it's time to put some hustle behind this muscle, and we certainly do when it comes to the craft of pro wrestling. And I'm going to say this about you. Wherever you turn up, whether you're ringing a bell, whether you're balleting, whether you're dancing, whether you're getting some barbecue sauce on, I know you're going to get it. Yeah, I know. And I, I got to say, I appreciate that. And I got to love a lot of love and respect for you. And Miss Ashley Bones, I'm going to say this right now. The overture is here. Anytime you want to come back on the show, you're more than welcome. It's been a blast picking your brain today. All right. Well, I appreciate it. It was good conversation. Same. I mean, I got to say, I love the passion. I love the enthusiasm. And folks, if you are not following Ashley Bones, please let us know where we can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, and all over the place. Because you're- Let's see. Instagram is Bashley110. And my wrestling Facebook page is Bashley Bones. Literally type it in, you'll find me. Uh, I got a Twitter. I don't, I don't use it too much. So if you stumble upon it, follow me. <laughs> I can respect that because it's really one of those things I probably should use a little more just I've heard a lot of wrestling promoters use it it's just one of those I I forget to use it I forget to go on to be honest you know there's so many other things oh agreed and well first and foremost social media is social media but yeah there's so many I mean there's TikTok now and what have you. you know you can't keep up right yeah but definitely my you know wrestling career is all on Bashley Bones Facebook and then you know, Instagram's just everything. <laughs> Can we just talk about that name for a second too? Like ever since like when, when we, when you were starting the LFC yeah. and I got to so, work ahead. I kind of feel like I should have stuck with like, just going with Bashley bones, you know, yeah. instead of kind of using my like real name thrown in there just cause it feels a little off, but um, yeah. I mean, Ashley, for, um, 
Oh, Ashley is a lovely name, first of all. Number oh, one. thank you. You're welcome. And number two, the Bashley works because it rhymes. So Ashley. Yeah. 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 But um, so it was my roller derby name and my Bashley Bones. My uh let's see, a little nephew's other aunt, you know, so from the other side of the family, she was actually the one who gave me the name because I was Ashley Jones, it rhymed. And, you know, they told me, oh, you're this big, like you're all bones. So that's how it ended up. Okay, first and foremost, I can respect that as well. Because, I mean, when you're younger, you get type of comments like that. So I can understand. I can equate. But God dang, man, it made for a hell of a career and it made for a great name. And I think a lot of people. I did. And And it's been it's been like part of me now for 10 years, you know, like my like my roller derby friends, like they don't even use my real name you know it's bash usually is what they call me or bashley bash i gotta say it's one of those things folks whether whoever you are whatever name you use you got to make an impact and i gotta say you are certainly making an impact with your name and miss ashley bones before we do close this out because folks links will be in the description and if you guys want to check out lfcfights.com for all things andre fighting championship and the lfc network on roku this podcast is on roku and you can see that face that bad to the bone face that is miss ashley bones check it out check out lfc on fights underscore lfc lfc underscore fights and lfc fights on the old ticket doc to get all your lfc laundry fighting championship needs and miss ashley bones before we do close this out from a professional wrestling standpoint i always love asking this with the experience that you have we're talking about 10 years here we're talking about the grind i have to ask you what advice would you give to a lot of the young talents coming in men women what have you what advice do you have for the youngins coming into the game i mean you just you can't get frustrated and give up because you're you're gonna get frustrated it's not easy Beautifully said, eloquent, but in short, just just keep grinding. Absolutely. And I'm going to say, well, one other thing here, you talk about Tennessee and the South here. I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's the Carolinas, folks. It's Artie country. It's flair country. Tennessee, you got Jeff Jarrett country over there. It's the South. It's the dirt itself. It's a great place to have started this. It definitely is. Absolutely. With Jim Crocker Promotions, we'll be here all day. But the South, the East Coast, the West Coast, professional wrestling is all over the world. And it's a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. And Ashley Bones, do you have any final words, not just for the professional wrestling fans, but the fans of Lingerie Fighting Championships? I want to see you in the future. Do your thing in the LFC, baby. Just, you know, watch out for me. I'll be around. Round, round, all the way around. I like your style. You get around like Tupac. Before we close. Rolling around. Oh, yes. Like your style. <laughs> As I always say to end this show, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And Ashley, Bashley, Bones, bad to the bone, bone thugs at Harmony Crossroads. I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.